This is episode number 11 on the power of determination. What's going on? This is Cormon Fowler. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I really appreciate your time. I know your time is very valuable. So what I try to do is provide you with some valuable information and things that will inspire you and uh, keep you up to date on what's going on with me and my world. (laughs) So uh, thanks again. Well, let's jump into some news. I have uh, some things going on. Man, I had a great time. I traveled to San Antonio and was able to uh, be there for the TMEA. That's the Texas Music Educators Association. I think that's what the A stands for. But it's a music conference and uh, different music teachers and also students from the Texas area go to uh, this convention and uh, you're able to uh, check out a lot of clinics. You also are able to listen to uh, different students perform and teachers give lectures, professors give lectures and, and different things on on various topics. And also a lot of music vendors are there, uh, music companies who, who make instruments and uh, different things like that. So I was there with Tenor Madness. That's a company saxophone company based out of Iowa and uh, I uh, endorse their horns and they're great playing saxophones. I've been playing on it, uh, my tenor uh, for um, what, about five years now uh, thanks to Randy who is the owner and he works on all the horns. Also uh, shout out to Nolan and also uh, Jimmy who uh, helped me out this uh, this year. They were at the convention and I was able to play there, play on uh, some of the horns and uh, check out some necks and some mouthpieces. So uh, that was fun. That was that was a great experience. I also hung out with Max Sax based out of Austin. They're another saxophone company where I was able to buy a uh, a uh, mouthpiece. I got a new mouthpiece. Um, it's a D-Jazz uh, mouthpiece from Max Sax, and it plays pretty cool. Um, I was able to uh, get that and also some new reads. Van Duren uh, was there. They were represented, and I was able to get some reads. So it's one of those things, those conferences where musicians can uh, find uh, you know, out what, what's the new gear, what people are, are making, th- different things that you can try. Uh, horns and and uh, you know it's it's pretty fun, pretty cool. You get a chance to see some other friends or other musicians from around the country. So uh, you know it, it's a, a great conference to uh, attend if you haven't been. It's something like Nam Show. I would go to the Nam Show uh, years back. I hadn't been in a, in a while, but the Nam Show is like one of the biggest, you know, because you have all kind of music conferences. I mean, all kind of music companies that go to that. And a lot of musicians, of course, uh, go to that as well. So that's a good place to network and uh, meet some of the um, manufacturers of different products and, and things like that. Another uh, uh, update, my CD forever is going to be available. Uh, we're going to make it available in March. And for those who are going to be in the area, the Dallas 
Fort Worth area on uh, March 16th from 7 to 11 p.m. We're going to be uh, at the Buttons Restaurant in Fort Worth. And uh, you can uh, go to their website. It's Buttons Restaurants with a S dot com. And uh, you can call to make reservations if you'd like to. 817-735-4900. That's uh, 817-735-4900. Uh, this is Thursday, March 16th. We're going to be in the house with the full band for the CD release party of forever. Right now, you can actually pre-order now and you can get the CD sent to you uh, in February. Um, so uh, it's being pressed up right now, so it'll be ready in a week or so, and I'll be able to get it out to you if you go to um, texastennermusic.com and uh, there is where you'll find the information where you'll be able to uh, purchase it and uh, Put in your information and I'll send it to you. You know, it took uh, like three, three, three years or so uh, to get it done. Three, four years really to to get it finished. I was working with a good friend of mine, Carl Wagner, who actually plays alto and keys um, on this project. He played keys and also mixed and mastered it. So, um, you know, shout out to Carl for helping me out to get it done. So, uh, yeah, so that's going to be out pretty soon. And I look uh, forward to you all enjoying it. Um, yeah, and also wanted to talk about, you know, for those who are interested in uh, taking lessons with me, you can do that. I have some slots open. Been doing a lot of teaching here uh, lately at the at the college I work at, at uh, another organization, Music Mentors of uh, Texas, and also uh, been teaching uh, in my studio. So it's been pretty busy but it's good you know doing that as well as performing doing gigs around uh, the the city and uh, uh, it's been it's been a fun fun experience and uh, always enjoy sharing music with uh, those out there so uh, let me go into some of uh, what I wanted to tell you about uh, on the power of determination. First of all, to do <laughs> some of the things uh, or a lot of the things that I do uh, from the podcast, from the videos and the performing, teaching, uh, you know, pressing my or publishing my book, you know, you got to be determined to do stuff uh, and, you know, you got to be focused. But let me look at this definition. You can hear the clicks because I'm recording it on my laptop. So you hear me uh, clicking the, the, the mouse pad. Okay. But anyway, determination is firmness of purpose. I really like this. Resoluteness. It's like you want to resolve stuff. You got a firm grasp on your purpose. I really like this definition of determination. This is me. The process of establishing something. Exactly. Okay, typically by calculation or research. That's determination, the process of establishing something exactly, precise. Okay, so now for me, I've been pretty determined person, a pretty determined person for a long time. When I was actually 
what, 14? I guess, I guess even before that, when I started playing the violin at 10, I practiced a lot and I was very determined and focused on uh, sounding a certain way or sounding good and learning music. And so it switched over to the saxophone when I started playing at 12 in the seventh grade. I took the horn. Uh, really, we were doing a, uh, it was like a summer camp. So we were preparing and learning the notes of the instrument. Um, so this was the first day my dad bought a uh, tenor saxophone from uh, a pawn shop for like $200 or maybe less. I'm not sure. I think it was $200. But um, I went to the summer camp for the band, uh, the band camp. And uh, the first day, uh, the teacher only taught us C. It was Mr. Timmons at Morningside Middle School. And so after the first day, I went up to him after class and I was like, what are the rest of the notes? And he laughed at me and said, well, you'll get that the rest of the week. We'll teach you more notes. And so I took the horn home. I was disappointed. I was like, I want to know the rest of the notes. And so I took the horn home. Uh, and when I got home, I, I uh, learned the rest of the notes. I uh, dived in and just started trying to figure it out. And I would practice all the time, you know, all the time. I would have sheet music that I would work on reading, uh, different Christmas carols. I remember doing that. Um, and I would just practice, practice, and practice. And so, uh, you know, I had this determined spirit. You know, and so I ended up, uh, you know, winning the solo and ensemble or actually getting first place in different con uh, contests and, and things like that. Just because I was interested in uh, exploring and, and figuring things out, things that were new or exciting or intriguing to me, I was determined to um, just push through and uh, see what I could discover and uh, go through that experience. So um, so I would say, you know, even talking about this a lot of times, and this is what I talk about in my book, uh, The Christian Musician, Learn What Your Real Gift Is and How to Succeed With and Be On Your Music. You know, uh, really, I learned that my giftedness or what drives me I'm curious and I'm interested in, in things. I want to know, uh, it depending on what it is, I like to explore things. And uh, with music, it was just one avenue. And through the saxophone was, was one instrument that I used to explore the avenue of, of music. And so, and when the internet hit in 95, my, my mom had a computer because she was a teacher. So we had a computer in the house. And so, I got into that, and uh, I would do the chat rooms, AOL, American Arrow Online, uh, would have the chat rooms, and I was getting there and explore, and I searched the, the internet for different jazz competitions and different things that was going on, and I found out about uh, the Thelonious Monk competition back in the day. I also found out about some uh, programs like the Betty Carter Jazz Ahead program, also um, I found out about, uh, what, Ravinia Institute. Uh, and so these are different uh, programs and 
things that were going on, when I found out about it, I was determined to to uh, be a part of those things. And of course, years years later, I ended up doing all of those things that I uh, set out to pursue. You know, all the way from the Betty Carter Jazz Ahead program to to being in the Ravinia Institute. Um, also doing, uh, you know, the, the Lonious Monk competition and winning third place in that. So, I, I, you know, I was able to accomplish these, these things that I was, uh, you know, that I was interested in. And so, of course, you know, you get school in there. And uh, from there, you know, I got a degree in uh, music performance and later, got a master's degree in music performance. My thing was I just wanted to play at the time, but I'd always been teaching. So I finished my master's degree and uh, I performed. I did a lot of performing. Early on, I got married at 22. So I was, uh, you know, eager and really uh, excited about a lot of different things, you know. Uh, from being a Christian, you know, when I started to really grow in my faith, I was very zealous with that. I was doing Bible studies on campus, on, on uh, one campus at, at Southern University. I was going to LSU and doing Bible studies there because I lived over by LSU. And so I would uh, later when, when we would go to, uh, I'm sorry, when I went to Texas Tech, I would do uh, uh, Bible study too in the uh, union area uh, and I would do witnessing where I would go and just talk to different people about about the Lord you know so I've always been determined and so that spirit and that that same uh, I guess uh, would it say firmness of purpose <laughs> you know it has continued on even now you know at 36 and uh, pressing, uh, publishing my book and getting ready to finish my sixth CD. Um, you know, I've, I've been able to finish and complete uh, different projects and things because uh, I don't know. I just I just like to keep pushing and, and moving forward. And so when you uh, have that burning desire for something, it's really uh, it's really something, it's, it's really focus and discipline, you know, and I guess when you start in, out in an early age of uh, being focused and uh, disciplining, disciplining yourself, then it just becomes a part of your nature. It becomes something that's natural. And so I uh, was uh, just talking with some students about uh, what they needed to do to improve themselves. And so it's one thing to get inspired and to be uh, excited about something, but it's another thing to really follow through and be and uh, do what you need to do to be able to uh, you know grow and move to another level or a better level uh, in a particular area. It takes focus, it takes discipline. And the thing about it is it's fun like, I know initially it might seem like a drag to have to go through the learning curve of of learning something new or pressing through uh, something that feels uncomfortable. So in music, when you learn a new song, there's always a little learning curve because you got to learn 
the melody, the key, and the rhythms and stuff like that. But the thing about it, that exercise, just going through the process, makes you better. It sharpens you. It, uh, you know, something rubs off on you just from going through the process. And I, I like that because I like to grow. That's called neuroplasticity. You, when you learn new things, your brain is, is, is taking a new shape. So all that stuff is really good. And so once you get in the habit of, you know, going through the temporary uh, time of being uncomfortable so that you can uh, learn a new thing, it, it makes you better. It makes you uh, have more assets, uh, more value. It adds more value to yourself, you know. And so with that, you inspire others. You uh, not only with your playing, if you're uh, an instrumentalist, you know, when you play new stuff or you learn new stuff, it comes out of your plan. People can hear it. When you read uh, new material or when you speak in front of people or you even do podcasts like this and people hear your conversation, they know that you've really been studying or you have a story or something that you're passionate about that really gets them excited to uh, want to uh, have that same type of passion or to pursue things just like how you're pursuing it so it, it, it's very contagious you know when you are determined because you give people hope and I put up a post the other day I was just uh, encouraged um, just from students and different people who uh, enjoy my music uh, they were uh, you know encouraging me through uh you know, sharing how much they enjoy the music. I do Facebook live uh, broadcast sometimes, and I'll also, uh, you know, teach lessons and looking at the feedback I get from videos and uh, that I've posted. You know, people are encouraged through the uh, content that I put out there, and from that encouragement, I continue to push and uh, put out more content. You know, and so it's like a, a energy thing. It's like sowing and reaping. You put out good stuff, people are blessed by it, and then they give you uh, good compliments, you know, and that encourages me to keep on in that direction. Okay, so uh, yeah, so that's what I wanted to really talk about, the power of determination, and I uh, wanted to encourage those students out there, hey, when you hear somebody who sounds good, they didn't always sound like that. It Everybody has to sound bad first, then you sound a little better. Then eventually you'll 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 get uh, good, and then hopefully you'll be great. But it's all about just putting in the time, putting in the uh, focused time of of uh, working at something enough where you uh, can shave off the rough edges, you know, or refine the rough edges. One of the things that I did. When I came up uh, as a as a musician, I would record everything. Uh, I'm still like that now. I'm doing a lot more video recording, more so than audio recording now. But um, I would take a tape player back when I when they you know when they had tapes. I would take a tape player to my gigs and I recorded. I would have meetings and conversations with different mentors and different things like that and I would record it and I would go back and listen to it, study it 
and uh, that would help me when I would want to practice because I could specifically go back to uh, the areas that uh, I needed to listen to and uh, work on those things. So I very highly recommend you do that. Um, get a recorder, get your phone. More everybody has a voice memo on their phone, so you can do that now. You can even get a Zoom microphone. I bought one for my iPod, so you can get some good audio quality from uh, using the mic to to add on to your smartphone. So that's another thing you can do. But record everything, and so when you record stuff, you can go back and listen to it, and uh, you know it'll help you with your your development. Okay, and stay focused. Everybody gets distracted these days because there's so many. Uh, ways that you can get distracted from being on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, or, and a lot of the social media sites, YouTube, and and texting and all of that kind of stuff. But you really want to focus. When you do have that time by yourself, you want to focus on practicing or focus on reading, studying, writing, whatever it may be, so you can get done with whatever you need to get done. I definitely had to do that when I wrote the book. I had to stay focused on writing uh, every day until I got it done. And uh, uh, that's what I did. I had some accountability, too. I had another young lady who helped me with the editing. And I had another lady uh, who was, I was part of this school, self-publishing school. And there was a young lady who was actually writing a book. And we met for 30 minutes uh, every week just talking about the progress that we were going through. Uh, with our book. So uh, accountability is very important. I have another friend of mine who I talk with who helped with uh, writing a lot of uh, the the words to my songs, Wendell Mosley. We uh, talk business, you know, every week about different ideas and different things uh, that I could uh, do to improve my business and, and how I'm going about things. So you have to have some accountability to go along with your discipline and your focus um, so you can get stuff done. So this is the power of determination. And uh, that's pretty much it. Just wanted to share uh, what was uh, bubbling up inside <laughs> with you. And I hope this was encouraging for you. Um, you can go to uh, Amazon and check out, look for uh, The Christian Musician. And uh, that's my book that I wrote. Uh, talking about my experiences, what I did to overcome challenges uh, to be successful, as well as, uh, you know, I explain what the gift is and what it is not. Um, and um, yeah, check that out. Also, you can go to Jazz Web Shed. That's the online shed for jazz musicians where you can go and uh, get lessons uh, from myself uh, pertaining to jazz improvisation, marketing and business music business and all that good stuff okay so uh that's it um that's all she wrote for this episode thank you so much again for for listening and continue to keep me in your prayers as i get over this cold or whatever this is that's been bothering me for uh, a minute here but uh this weather has been has been crazy because it's like 88 degrees uh now but it was like you know 20s a week ago so it's, it's been going up and down so it's so crazy for it to be this nice in february now but 
what can we say? We blame it on the, the chemtrails and the people who are manipulating the weather. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank y'all, and we'll see you next time on another episode of uh, Texas Tenor Podcast. All right, peace.